Hello, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine doing the weekly podcast and doctor's dictation. Um, it's June, so it's Men's Health Month. Today and for the whole month, we're going to be talking about men's health and how to take care of yourself, how to prevent illnesses, and how to be a man. Um, today, I want to talk about testosterone replacement. Of course, when you think about performance medicine, Tom Rogers, you think about hormone evaluations and replacement. Um, I've studied this for many years. Um, the sad part about it is in medical school, we're not taught anything about it. Um, 30 years ago in my practice, um, I rarely even check for it. Even when these men would come in with all the symptoms, um, I didn't check for it, but maybe once or twice. And then when I did, I was taught to give them 400 milligrams of testosterone uh, once a month, which is probably the worst thing you can do. And then you had some awareness that came about with Androgel and Testum and some of the testosterone creams. And we started using some of those, but still there's a lot of misinformation, not a lot of knowledge about um, how to evaluate for low testosterone and how to safely and effectively treat it. So I know I can tell you for a fact, I probably treat more low T than probably any other physician in Tennessee. I mean, that's thousands and thousands of men over the years. So... You know, hopefully I've developed a lot of expertise about this and knowledge and confidence in doing it. It seems like every day in my practice I get somebody, like I had the guy last week, new patient, very nice, who had been to his doctor. His testosterone level was 500, but yet he had all the symptoms of low T, like he was tired, he had a decreased sex drive, he had a little bit of ED, he had, and this wasn't a real old guy either. He had some irritability. He fell asleep after eating meals. Uh, he was tired. He has, had gotten belly fat, a former athlete who wanted to go back to the gym and, in fact, did go back to the gym, but he said it was almost like a waste of his time because he couldn't build muscle. And it was, it was tired to even get motivated to go to the gym. So his testosterone level was, I think, 522, but all the symptoms. So what I did told him, well, you probably have low free testosterone, which actually is the part that works. Really, about 3% of your total testosterone actually works. So um, the rest can be bound up by this thing called sex hormone binding globulin. And so sure enough, when I checked his free T, it was very low by any scale. And of course, we're going to treat him. Um, so he had a high sex hormone binding globulin that was taking all the free T out of the system. Now, if I get a guy that has a low total testosterone, I know they've got a low free T as well. No need to even look at that. So, you know, when you, when you evaluate guys for low T, depending on the age and the symptoms, you have to kind of figure out why do they have low T in the first place. So you have to work that up. And then you have to replace it without, um, you know, knocking down their own ability to produce testosterone uh, in itself. So you really have to know what you're doing. You also have to know that it can aromatize or change into estrogen when you treat men with this. So, and you don't want that. You need some estrogen 
for heart protection, for bone protection, but you don't want too much of it because it can can then cause symptoms of uh, impotency, low libido, um, and heart disease. Also gynecomastia and a bunch of other things like moodiness. So you really have to know what you're doing. The other thing you have to watch out for um, is that it doesn't bump your hematocrit up, which is your red blood cell count. You know, in most cases, testosterone is great for that because it brings it up to a, a good level. But if it gets it too high, your blood can get too much sludge in it, and it can make you feel bad. If you ever see somebody that's worked out in the gym, you suspect they're on steroids and their head's real red, you know that they're taking anabolic steroids and they need to donate some blood. So you have to know what you're doing with this. But I'll tell you, out of any medicine that I've used in my 30 year, 35 years of practice, that people come in and thank me for and tell me that this has changed their life. And this is women too, but uh, for just testosterone, men, no, women need it too, but it'd be testosterone. You know, they thank me profusely for it. And uh, so it's very gratifying. There's no doubt that as, as you get older, your hormone levels decline. As they decline, you decline in every way. It's almost like nature telling us you're finished reproducing start dying as you know we're living a long time so if you don't want your brain and your bones and your muscles to deteriorate you better think about checking your hormone levels of course this goes even more so for women than men they're more hormonally complex but for men it's not that hard Uh, unfortunately there's a lot of myths about uh, testosterone replacement but here's some things i can tell you with absolute confidence it does not cause prostate cancer. In fact, it prevents it. Um, you have to know what you're doing. Um, even, you know, they say, well, you shouldn't give a guy testosterone that has prostate cancer. Well, you probably shouldn't because of medical malpractice, but it actually won't even make it worse. Um, that was confirmed by the American Neurologic Society meeting in San Francisco last year. Still, you know, I always check prostates and I check PSAs and, you know, it gives me a good opportunity to detect things that otherwise you wouldn't have detected if that guy hadn't come in for low T. And I said, hey, we need to check your prostate out as well as I'm going to look at your heart. And and I'm not here just to give you T shots and CC you. No, I want to look at your overall health to make sure that you're maximizing every other uh, area of your life as well. So, no, testosterone does not cause prostate cancer, and it doesn't cause an enlarged prostate either. Now, if you're aromatizing to estradiol, it could enlarge your prostate. That's why you have to know what you're doing. Um, another thing I can tell you unequivocally is it does not cause heart disease. I had a patient a couple weeks ago who had been to his heart doctor, and he did have heart disease uh, from other causes, and he was getting testosterone. So it's his cardiologist goes, well, you've got to get off that testosterone. You know, this could be bad for your heart. Well, obviously, he didn't know anything about hormones. You know, he has his line of things, which is cardiology, knows nothing about hormones. So when he came, the guy came back to me, I reassured him that he's doing the right thing by replacing his testosterone. Your heart's a muscle and actually has more receptors for testosterone than your testicles do so absolutely does not cause heart disease you have to watch that it doesn't bump up your hematocrit so much that it can cause circulatory problems that's why we check hematocrits and in that rare five percent of cases of guys that take testosterone that it does it to 
you have to get them to donate some blood occasionally. It's an easy thing. So um, there's a lot of knowledge and, and things about testosterone that you need to know. Um, one thing you need to know is you can't take an oral testosterone replacement. You just can't do it. It, it really messes your liver up. Um, so basically you have three ways to do it. One is a cream. I'm not real fans of creams. I just don't think they work too well. They're expensive. Um, you have to watch about getting on your partner or wife or kids. It's just, and it just doesn't work too well. Um, so I'm not a big fan. Sometimes I use them if, if people just don't like shots or pellets. But the second you know, way you can do it is, is a weekly shot. And I say weekly because you need it weekly. In some cases, I even give it twice a week, a lower dose twice a week. Um, and yes, I do allow self-injections. Uh, if you can't come in the office, of course I'm going to do this. Any way that's the best way for you, that's the most economical, I'm going to do it for you, as long as I'm monitoring it. But um, So in any event, you can, you can get a weekly or a twice a week shot uh, that you can administer yourself after I determine what dose is going to be right for you. Um, the third and really my favorite way is to do pellets. Um, this is where I implant these tiny little pellets right in your hip area, in your buttocks, right where I'd give you a shot, with a tiny, several tiny little pellets um, that look like Tic Tacs. It takes me about a minute or two to get them in, and they slowly dissolve over about five to six months. Um, so you get a nice, even level. You don't have to worry about the ups and downs of shots. You know, you may have a sore butt for two or three days and a little bruising, but um, for most of my patients that get them, they really love it. And you don't have to worry about it so much. And if you're aromatizing to estradiol, um, I'll put a little bit of anastrozole in one of the pellets so I can modulate that. I never start out with a pellet because I need to figure out the dose you're going to need and whether you're aromatizing or if it's bumping up your crit uh, based on the shots at first. So uh, we'll do that. There's, there's some supplements you should take too. Every man should be taking 50 milligrams of zinc. Not only will it boost your T level, but it will also um, prevent some of the aromatization to estradiol. And in some cases, estradiol gets pretty high, usually in people that are obese, but sometimes not. And you need to take an estrogen blocker. So I monitor that pretty closely. And then kind of look at all the other stuff for men's health that, you're, that you need to worry about as you uh, develop as a man. As I tell everybody, um, you know, men are, are more susceptible and die more often out of nine of the top ten causes of death over, over women. So men sometimes ignore their health. They don't like to see the doctor um, because they're scared of what the doctor may tell them or they're macho. Who knows? It's usually their wife or spouse or girlfriend that gets them to come in. But usually when I sit down with them and talk to them about their health, um, and, and low T gives me a great opportunity to do this, um, I realize they're pretty comfortable with it, and you know, a lot of times it open up, opens up a lot of new avenues to talk to them about their health, how to stay healthy into a long health span, I call it. But anyway, so um, this is June. It's Men's Health Month. Please get your testosterone level checked, and um, don't take, if you have symptoms, don't take, hey, you're normal as an answer. You don't want to be normal. You want to be optimal. Um, so don't hesitate to question it or come to performance medicine where we're experts in replacing this. 
and talk to us about doing that. So I hope you're having a good month. It's June. It's wonderful. Um, get out and get some sunshine, vitamin D, along with all the other vitamins and things you can do. Exercise, get a good night's sleep, keep stress out of your life, and stay healthy. Any questions, please don't hesitate to come by the office or look at our website, performancemedicine.net. Hope you have a great week. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.